0: It is episode 26 of Amen Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus every day, and through some minor prophets, we're about to drop some major truth. If you're just jumping in, welcome, and we thank you for those that have been sharing the episodes, and uh, we ask that you continue to do that. I would love for this podcast community to grow. It's in our infancy, you know? um, I can count the number of listeners on hands and toes some days and that's okay. Uh, but I would love for you to share this podcast with others, uh, even those that, you know, don't know who I am or don't know who our church is, uh, just so that maybe this can help their, their walk with following Jesus as well. Uh, and so we are in the middle of, uh, probably about 20 or 30 episodes. Uh, called Minor Prophets, Major Truth. It goes along with the sermon series we're preaching at the church and and also a reading plan. And I've got a little booklet that you can download in the show notes if you want to go along with us. And at any point, you can catch up, even if you're just jumping in now. Uh, We've went through the book of Hosea so far, and uh, we've got two books that we're going to be handling over the next five episodes. Um, And so today, we're going to be dealing with the book of Joel. Now, Joel sounds like, you know, like some dude in HR with a receding hairline, you know, that maybe used to be an athlete or something. I don't know. You know, Joel. But Joel is actually uh, a prophet of God. Obviously, that's what we're talking about here. And he was a prophet, kind of like a watchman at the wall. Prophets back in those days, they were, they spoke for God and they had their own, Uh, challenges of being disrespected and maybe saying things that weren't quite popular with God's people. But uh, Joel has a real brief writing here. It's only three chapters, so you'll read them all in one day if you're reading along with us. Uh, But he has a pretty unique situation. He uh, was a prophet to Judah, which, if you didn't know, there was at some point after uh, this guy named Solomon, King Solomon, who wrote Proverbs, a lot of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, after Solomon's rule, uh, the kingdom kind of split apart, uh, and Israel uh, took some tribes and went north, and Judah was kind of the southern kingdom. And they didn't do great. They did better than israel about obeying god and, and keeping up with uh, god's commands and living obediently and uh, but nonetheless they had some issues and they encountered in the book of joel this uh this plague it was actually a locust plague uh where these these bugs came and destroyed all their crops and it was it was really kind of uh an odd time this was a different type of situation that had happened uh, uh in all of god's people um in fact um it actually says uh, at one point in there, and actually in verse two of Joel one, he goes, "Okay, let me let me talk to the leadership here. Let me talk to the ogs of Judah. Has has this ever been like?" has this ever happened to us before? Like, isn't this unprecedented times, uh, which, by the way, does that term sound familiar to you in 2020? Right? Like, oh, we're, we're living in unprecedented times. That's right. Uh, even in the Bible, there were some things that happened that maybe can help us speak to and know how to react to this weird year that we're living in, uh, in 2020. And so uh, that, that kind of caught my attention as I was reading, uh, the book, but let me make sure before I jump too far into this, let me make sure you understand that this is not a copy paste thing that, that this COVID crisis and this pandemic is not exactly like a plague in, uh, Judah or in the, in Bible times, right? Because, uh, what you see here is another example and it sometimes plays out differently but this is another example of this cycle that i've i've laid out in a sermon a couple weeks ago uh the cycle of of relationship that god's people had with god where they would rebel and then god would react with with some corrective punishment uh and the people would eventually repent and uh, and And after they repented, God would rescue and restore them uh, back to uh, where they were supposed to be, and then they would do it all over again, rinse and repeat uh, it 's kind of uh, kind of frustrating to read sometimes, but obviously, you and I do some of the same things uh, and so this is another example of that cycle, but here 's the thing we we can 't say oh this is exactly like like oh we wouldn't have had this pandemic uh it's because of fill in the blank like depending on your political bent you might could be blaming uh corona on abortion or on civil rights or on uh all you know you pick your pet sin your pet issue that you have a problem with and you go see if y'all wouldn't be doing this then god wouldn't have sent corona that's not exactly true because you see god used Uh, these type of punishments to correct his people. Right, God didn't bring plagues and stuff like that as a correction on on people that weren't his. And again, America, I said this to my people the other day. America is not Israel. And so, if you think God's punishing our country, uh the answer is not to yell at people that are not Christians and say you need to change this. We need to look on the inside of ourselves and go, "All right, if if God if we think that God is punishing us for something, then maybe we need to look at our own sin as as the people of God and try to figure out what's causing this. But all that to say... I thought this was very interesting. In, in Joel chapter 3, I mean, Joel chapter 1, verse 3, uh, he encourages them that, hey, even though this is a, a crazy, weird time, we need to tell future generations about this. We need to, to tell them of what went on and what led us to this point and how we got out of it, basically. Um, he is encouraging uh, the maybe some of the more embarrassing and uncomfortable details of the situation that God's people were going through. Joel saying we need to make sure that future generations don't make this same mistake. And I think that this is absolutely true for the church today as well. Not just for churches, but for families, for individuals, uh, that when when God puts us through some correction, some discipline, um, then we need to make sure that we are open and honest about it with people in our life. Now I'm not saying that we go volunteer our story with everybody else uh, with, with any and everybody, but especially if you're a parent, I know not all of you are parents. And so this may not even cross your radar, but, uh, it is really clear, uh, from God's word that it's important for us to be honest about our mistakes, about our, our shortcomings. So we would We shouldn't try to kind of rewrite history to make ourselves appear better. If we would just own up to the mistakes that we're making and the sin that's in our life, maybe that will save the next generation from doing that. And so my question for you today is, okay, what, what part of your life are you trying to cover up because you're prideful, because maybe you're embarrassed about it? What part of your life do you need to be willing to let God use to bless the next generation to bless people in your life so that they can learn from your mistakes all right that's my question for you i hope you read joel chapter one through three actually the whole book of joel uh today and yes richard i did change the music i like doing that i'm a radio nerd this is what i do <laughs> it's amen brother ben thank you all for hanging out we'll see you tomorrow